Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hey there, everyone. This is Coach Kelly, and welcome to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. I know you're going to enjoy this revisit to Down the Rabbit Hole. I am still healing from knee replacement, and I know I was talking about doing the next episode called Lessons, 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 and so many lessons are brewing that are really in alignment with taking the lead in our life. So I'm still working with those to create a really cool episode for you. So in the meantime, visiting, revisiting down the rabbit hole is right on time because it goes hand in hand with work it so it works. It goes hand in hand with when we're up against it. And it goes hand in hand with transformations, which is really where our focus has been on the podcast these last few months. So I think it's just perfect and right on time. Hey, before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you that we have our third Take the Lead in Your Life workshop coming up this Wednesday, and it is about transformations and the three essential things you require to keep moving forward. It's a goodie, and we have had so much fun on our last two workshops, so all the information is in the show notes. Go over there, check it out. And you can still purchase the bundle if you want, because you'll get the replays from the past two workshops we've had. So you're not behind, you're right on time. All right, without further ado, we are going to jump into Down the Rabbit Hole, and I will see you next week with brand new episodes. We have guests this month too. Happy April, happy second quarter. Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. I am Coach Kelly, and I am super excited to be rounding out the month of all the ways we avoid. I don't know if it's all the ways we avoid, but we've definitely covered lots of ways that we avoid. And I really trust that there was some cool nuggets for you so that we can just stop that. We can stop avoiding. Apparently I was avoiding recording this particular episode because I (laughs) literally recorded, I don't know, half the episode. It seemed twice now without pushing the microphone on. It sounded weird in my ear. I'm like, this doesn't normally sound this muted it's fine. It's fine. And I just kept going. And then I realized, Hmm. And then I, oops, did it again. (laughs) I did it again. I couldn't believe it. So without further ado, I left the microphone on and we are going to sail right into this episode and have a good time doing it. Apparently I was either avoiding recording or simply practicing. I don't know. I don't know. 
It'll be an interesting thing to see. Okay. So we, like I said, have spent some time in the month of April looking at some of the different ways that we avoid. We avoid sometimes by comparison, thinking that other people have arrived and have created this overnight success when we don't actually really know what their journey's really been like. Fun fact, there is no overnight success ever, never, ever. And so it's really important to realize that we don't always know someone's journey. What we do know is that the people that create success are committed to creating success and they set themselves up in a way that they create that success and they move away from avoiding, not saying that they don't at times. It's just that they set themselves up with some discipline and persistence and keep on going. They do not compare themselves to others. We talked a lot about comparing ourselves to others, comparing as the thief of joy. And that is a sure fire way to take you right out of your own game in what you're creating. And it just doesn't work. So don't do it. Don't do it. We also talked last week about getting to the business of creating versus consuming. Now we are all natural consumers. So that's what we do. We consume things. It's just that really looking at, is my consumption healthy? Is it a healthy consumption? Am I consuming the things that are enlightening my life or am I consuming to a point of avoiding? So we really dug into that last week and I am super curious what's happening in your world as you're taking on some of those questions that I left you with to really explore because we're going to have times where we overconsume. We're going to have times where we are comparing ourselves to other people. We're going to have times when we're pretty sure it's not happening, that somebody else's journey is, you know, the better journey. We can just all exhale now and stop it. Just stop it because our journey is our journey. All right. So the final way that we avoid, and this is a big one, and I talked about it quite a bit on episode 93 called shiny papers are everywhere. And we're going to talk a little bit more about it today because shiny paper syndrome is a thing. It is a thing. And what I find as a business owner, working with business owners, working with people in business that are looking to level up, those shiny papers can get really bright and vivid. And so rather than making decisions based on what's in alignment with our values, what's in alignment with our purpose and our vision for what's next, shiny papers become everything because we think that we are looking into something that is going to really support us in breaking through versus sticking with what we have right in front of us. Okay. So ask yourself, do I at times get that shiny paper syndrome? Do I get distracted by the latest thing, whatever's on trend rather than focusing on what is important to my business right now, to my career right now, to my personal goals right now? Am I looking at like, oh yeah, 
that's the thing. That's the new thing. And there's some influencer out there that's like, this is the thing. This is the thing. So we're like, we got to do the thing. We got to get the thing. Shiny object syndrome is a common, common problem with many, many people. It happens, but it's a good thing that we actually know that it's a thing. So have you ever had great intentions on completing something that you've meant to do for weeks, but you know, by the end of the day, you're still no further forward and you're ignoring what it is that you want to get done. And instead, maybe you're ironing something, finishing the laundry, all your paperwork is legitimately filed in alphabetical order. Your bed is made all the things. Not that that's bad. Not that that's bad. Listen, it's awesome when the laundry's done, the ironing's done, our paperwork is, is, you know, super organized. The bed's made. Those are good things. And there's a time and a place for it. And when we are up to creating what it is we want to create in our businesses or our personal goals, let's check. Let's check. If you get easily sidetracked or distracted and have that shiny paper syndrome, then we're going to talk about some tricks, some tips to help you combat the distractions and become more focused on what is actually right in front of you. The thing that you are saying is very, very important to me. So first and foremost, get into the focusing habit. It's a habit to be focused is a habit that we can create. And some people are naturally focused. Some people are not naturally focused. Okay. No right or wrong about it. No good or bad. Nobody's better than the other person. It's that if focusing is a something that is not necessarily super easy or comes naturally to you, then it's a muscle that we get to exercise. For me, I'm going to tell you the truth. Staying hundred percent focused for an entire day is virtually impossible. It really, really is. There are so many things going on with so many people, my animals, and they all need my attention at every different moment. And so a lot of times I need a plan that's really easy to remember and flexible when it needs to be. I am in the business of people and I love it. And we have a small zoo here and I love it. Okay. I love it. And so it doesn't ever serve me to have my day so locked in so tight that curveballs are not going to come that, you know, I, that when a curveball comes in that I cannot just easily deal with it. Okay. Also trying to do too many different tasks each day that in itself creates distractions. Boom. And honestly, a too long to-do list is going to lead to feeling completely overwhelmed. All of you that are to-do list people, raise your hand. I, if you could see me right now, you would see my armpits. You are welcome. It is a setup. It is a setup. And I am notorious for like, I will set out my weekly declarations. I'll share them with my accountability partner. And sometimes she's like, um, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Cause that seems like a lot. It's a lot. So is it, is it declarations? Is it intentions? Or is it just like this really long to-do list that I'm afraid, afraid I'm going to forget something. And is everything on that list actually really important right now? Most often the answer is no. Okay. So under those circumstances, creating this regimented and ever-changing plan of what you must do. And when it doesn't work can be like whew, defeating. 
and creating a flexible routine can be enlightening, can be energizing. Okay. Wouldn't it be amazing if we actually had time to respond to things versus constantly reacting? Hmm. I'm a little curious about that. So creating a flexible routine. And what I mean by flexible routine is something like time blocking. It is a magical power. (laughs) It's a magical power. Time blocking is really about allocating regular chunks and blocks of time to specific activities. And literally all you're going to do in that time is whatever your assigned activity is. And when you finish that activity or the block of time, you get to take a break. What? You get to take a break and then move on to the next pre-planned block of time. And there's a pre-planned activity. Our brain likes this. Our brain loves this. And also, wait a minute, we get to take a break. I say, yes, please. 10, 15 minutes, rejuvenate, reset, and then move into the thing. Our brain doesn't love multitasking at all. It does not know what to do with it. We make up that it does. We're like, I'm a great multitasker. Somewhere along the way, there was a disservice uh, put out there. Like that's actually a strength. You know, when you're going to look for a job, I'm great at multitasking. Er, Red flag. No, we're not. Our brain doesn't know what to do with it. It's taxing. It's completely taxing on the brain. And actually you will end up taking more time doing things when we're multitasking and you'll make more mistakes. It's just the way it is. Okay. So time blocking, it's magical, requires discipline and persistence for sure. For sure. Give yourself that opportunity because what's awesome is at the end of those time blocks, you have probably created some awesome completions and that's going to release some energy and you're going to be more engaged in the next. Okay. You also don't need to keep thinking about what you need to do. You already know what you get to be doing in this moment. Why is that? Because you've blocked it. There it is. This is the thing. I don't even have to think about it. I just got to go. I got to go. An example of a flexible routine can be to complete your order processing by midday each day. Say you're selling some things, maybe you're on Etsy and you know that orders have come in and you want to process them and you want to get them done by the end of the day. And you're like, I am rocking this entrepreneur thing. Yes, I am. And once you process it, which honestly may not be the fun part of your creative job, The part of the fun part is what you get to get to after you process sort of like a little reward, if you will. Okay. And after that, you do get to concentrate on any other business activities that need your attention and check this out. These are from all, all my Etsy's, all my Etsy people out there. I love Etsy, by the way. That's why I'm using this example. If you finish your order processing before noon, then you can either start your next work block or take a break. What? You're going to hear me say, take a break a lot. Okay. And so you then get to design this particular day, whatever that looks like. I'm going to take the Etsy example again. Maybe you are a mom at home, you've got kids and you've got these beautiful creations that you're selling on Etsy and you've got to process orders. Maybe you don't have some assistance with that just yet. You got kids and you've got to create, right? Set up that day that works best for you time block it, time block it. You know, when the kids require things, you know, when your business requires things and you know, when creativity is at its highest block it, block it. It's going to be like, Oh, 
so much smoother. So I'm using it as an, an example of somebody who might be selling. This is for anybody who is an entrepreneur. And this is also for anybody who is in business at work. We all have parts of our job that we love and we all have parts of our job that we do not love and they all get to get done. Yes. You can also turn this into your personal goals as well. Personal goals as well. Think about these strategies personally, and you'll see where they line up. Okay. So creating a simple routine that is going to be in place will soon become a natural habit. Routines happening consistently will then become a natural habit. Think about when you brush your teeth, you get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, right? Before you go to bed, you brush your teeth. It's natural. It's natural. Okay. We get to have routines, which are easy so that we can cycle through all our activities each day, each week, each month. And honestly, this is going to minimize wasting too much time planning and replanning. And then you don't follow your original plan. Hello. I am here for it. Okay. All right. So here are seven tips for creating a flexible routine. That's going to help you avoid shiny paper syndrome. If you want to dive more into shiny paper syndrome and all the ways that we avoid, please listen to episode 93. Today, I want to give you some strategies for creating a flexible routine so that you can avoid it so that you can avoid it. Cause we already know why it comes in. Go back and listen to episode 93. Shiny papers are everywhere. It is a way that we avoid. It's a way we avoid. We talk about FOMO in there. We talk about JOMO in there. If you've already listened, this might be turning on some light bulbs here for you right now. So here we go. Let's talk about our seven tips for creating a flexible routine. That's going to help us avoid shiny paper syndrome. And when you follow these tips, they will help you create a routine that works for you. And you know what I'm going to say? I want to hear what you're creating. So number one, know your goal and outcome and its importance to you. Can I get a yes, please here? Yes, please. I, you can you, nothing. We don't pass go without knowing what we want and what our purpose is and why it's important to us. Okay. So in order to stay focused without getting distracted, we've got to understand what we're really working to achieve. And most importantly, why is that important to you? Because that's, what's compelling you. And there's gotta be a compelling reason for you to spend your time on any activity, any activity that which compels us with, will have us complete it. True story. Knowing this is going to help bring you back on track. If you find yourself getting distracted, it will, it will compel you to get back on track. Okay. Number two, make it measurable. Our goals must result in achieving something. Otherwise, why do we have them? And we are going to achieve them because we said so. Okay. And so to successfully grow your business, reach your personal goals, level up at work, you've got to make sure you only spend time on activities that are really moving you towards your goal. Th that there's no other conversation. It's just true. The key here is to be able to measure your progress so that you know, you're getting closer to achieving your goals. And that's what I love about goals is it's a way to measure, to see if we are on track or off track. And it helps us really be able to course correct if needed. You can create a spreadsheet or a document or some way to record your progress so that it's like, it's real, it's tangible. It's right in front of you. Results don't lie. Okay. Number three, 
create a fixed weekly plan. So a fixed weekly plan, creating a routine doesn't need to be too detailed. Okay. You can detail as much as you want, but it doesn't need to be too detailed. The tasks in it get to be repeatable and avoid adding changeable activities to your daily plan. Okay. Again, remember our brain is like, what are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. And it's taxing. So we're responsible for managing our energy. So you want to make sure avoid adding changeable activities like a lot. Okay. You're aiming for a routine. That's going to really allow you to easily remember what you get to be working on at specific times each day. I'm going to give you an example in my business. My coaching days are Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays are my one-on-ones and Wednesday are my group coaching programs. Okay. There is nothing else I'm doing on those days. Not going to happen. Not going to happen because I am in the business of people and everybody's different and energy's different. And I've got to maintain my energy each and every day as we move through that. So Mondays and Fridays, content creation, CEO days, appointment days, things like that. Maybe some biz dev, you know, things like that. I'm very, very clear. And once I moved into that, my life became much simpler. It became much simpler. I love having big chunks of time where I get to create content, content on this podcast, content from my group coaching programs, any of the leadership series, things like that. You got to be able to have room and space to create content. And if I'm moving in or trying to squeeze that in, in between people, I am going to disconnect from my clients. And that is a non-negotiable. I will not do it. I will not do it. Okay. And it becomes really taxing on my brain and my, my being honestly on my being. So I'm like, I just know that's how my week goes. And I can, I, I, I am here for it. I love it. I love the schedule. Okay. So make sure that you create a fixed weekly plan that works for you. Know what your business hours are. Know when you're taking breaks, please build in breaks. They are essential. They are essential to your well-being and like-minded tasks, right? Like-minded tasks do not put in things that are going to have your brain go 55 ways from Sunday. Okay. Number four, cut your distractions, cut them out. Got them out. We are ooh, distractions are everywhere. And you know what your shiny paper distractions are. And if I'm being honest before I start pretending anything that's not getting you closer to your goal is a distraction. Write that down. If it is something that is not moving me closer to my goal, it is a distraction and I must stop it. Okay. So things like social media, over consuming it. Okay. Over consuming it, comparing yourself to others, checking your email 55 times a day. Is it really necessary? I don't know. Check and ask yourself, look at all the ways that you get distracted in your day. And again, listen to episode 93, because there's some questions you can ask yourself. Truly, truly, this is so fun. The only way to not get sucked down a rabbit hole or get down there like, Alice, where are you going down the rabbit hole is don't go down the rabbit hole. You see it. You see that rabbit hole coming. You know, it's happened before. Don't go there. Just stop it. (laughs) Don't go. All right. A great way of not eliminating all the fun 
is to build in time for whatever distracts you. Okay. So if you want to have some time, you know, on social media or whatever, those things that are distracting, build that time, set a timer, spend some time there. I have certain amounts of time that I go on social media. It's not a lot. It's not, it used to be a lot. It used to be a lot, a lot. I remember one time I heard someone say, you're always on there. I always see you. You're like the first person I see comment. I was like, whoa, that is some feedback right there. Okay. So, you know, is it 10 minutes, whatever it is that it, and make sure that it's energizing and not putting you like, it's not distracting you or having you think that, you know, start going down that comparison road with yourself, have it be energizing. Okay. But give yourself some time for that so that you don't feel like I can never, I can never. Okay. Uh, do whatever works for you. That's always the golden rule, 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 do whatever works for you. That is the golden rule, but make sure that you're managing it effectively. All right. Number five, create a detailed daily plan. If, if that's required, if that works for you, sometimes the activities in your high level topics and things that you're up to might change every week on those days, create a daily plan that breaks that action down into some more manageable tasks. Okay. Sometimes we've got to do that, right? I know when I'm creating a new program, it can seem big and overwhelming. So I've got to manage it. I call it chunking it down into bite-sized pieces, manageable tasks that I can, that I can manage and take on and create some completions. This works. Make sure you work on tasks in the order that you've designated by prioritizing them in the order of importance. Okay. And this is really, really important because sometimes we'll prioritize by what we think might be easy and that might work on occasion. Is it going to move you forward? Ask yourself, is this the most important thing for me to be doing right now based on what I say I want? And you want to prioritize based in the order of importance. Super important. All right. Number six, set an alarm or a reminder that reminds you to check in setting alarms, bring back your focus to the present. Oh, they're magical too. They're like, Oh, Hey, I'm back. I'm back. And if you happen to have been sidetracked, having that alarm go off also is going to bring you back to your present focus and attention. I really do find that alarms are a really great way to manage time and they're useful. Like we have them. I used to be like, I don't need an alarm. Oh, I absolutely welcome them. And when it goes off, I'm <laughs> goes off. I'm often surprised. Okay. So last, but definitely not least keep track of your progress. This is number seven. Keep track of your progress. You've made sure your goals are measurable. You've created a way to track them. So make sure that you use them depending on what your measurements are, literally track them daily, weekly, or monthly, or all three, whatever works for you, because taking the measurements literally show you how far you're coming and what you still have left to go. And what we know is that when we know it's much easier to go, we're not avoiding we're confronting, we're looking at it, right? So it's motivating in so many different ways. It's motivating because we've completed some things. It's motivated because we know what we have left to get done. No excuses. Oh, how great is that? So the secret to stopping distractions and shiny paper syndrome is to avoid shiny papers. And the way that we do it is really creating routines that compel us to stay on track. 
That's what we're talking about here. There are always going to be shiny papers. They are going to show up. They have a purpose, not always a working purpose. And we get to get back into the driver's seat of our life and create routines that are going to support us in literally staying away from them. Yes, please. Yes, please. So remember you guys, your goals and what you're up to are important to you. So don't make somebody else's, you know, more important. There's this quote that I love. Oh, please. I want to tell you what this is. Oh, I love this one so much by Lolly Daskal. Don't set your own goals by what other people make important. Take that in for a minute. Don't set your own goals by what other people make important. That's by Lolly Daskal. And I love this so much because, you know, we all have our own agendas in our life, do we not? And we are out there and we're sharing and we're um, doing the best we can, right? And so there's so many different tunnels to go down and rabbit holes and things like that. And I'm not saying don't collaborate with other people, but remember what your goals are and remember why they're important to you. And remember to continue to look and see and ask yourself, is that in alignment with what I'm up to? It's such a powerful question and it will help you stay away from shiny paper syndrome. Is this in alignment with what I'm up to? Such a powerful question. And remember to keep your goals important to you. Yes. So you guys, as I always say, remember, we have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances. And life is always about knowing our passion, our purpose, our values, and really creating an impact in our life and the life of others. And who's emerging from taking the lead in their lives are authentic, vulnerable, courageous, and slaying those outcomes and goals because we are on task and we are avoiding the shiny paper. We are avoiding the rabbit holes. We just don't go there. Okay. We're building those routines that are going to support us. We are remembering to make sure that our goals and achieving our goals is important. Honestly, it's not always going to look the way we think it's supposed to. So please know that you get to trust that more is always going to get revealed as you move forward. So remember, take that pause, let go of worry, let go of doubt and literally live fully the best version of yourselves. You have that opportunity every single day. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust there was great value. Next month is May and we are taking on some cool topics. So stay tuned. I will be revealing that, you know, next week, the first, uh, first part of May. How about that? I also want to let you guys know that, uh, we will be starting a new lift her cohort June 1st. And I've got some fun workshops and challenges coming up. So I'll let you know about those next week. It's going to be great. And, um, again, thanks for listening today for more resources or any questions you want to address, go to kellyjmobeck.com and we're going to take them on together. Have a great week ahead and this month strong. And you know what, if it's not shaping up the way you want it to take the lead and create a fantastic one. I will talk with you guys next week. Have fun and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. 
I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.